0: Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, September 13th, 532, in the early evening on the East Coast, here to talk about the Wednesday schedule in MLB. You guys know how we do it. We'll go game by game, give you our MLB betting picks. But joining me to help me break it all down here today He's my main man on the east coast it's dylan rockford dylan how
1: you doing buddy oh i'm doing well i should be feeling a little better within the next couple hours but yeah good to be back on the mlb pod uh i feel like i haven't been on it in a while so I'm glad to get back and talk some baseball i got a full slate
0: yeah big slate tomorrow uh not as big as we had on tuesday i know we had uh yeah two like 17 headers. games right yeah huge slate Jeez. on tuesday uh but not as many on wednesday so hopefully we'll you know we'll get through all of them in a in a timely manner here uh dylan but uh not much going on in the baseball world i don't think uh just kind of winding down the season here it's almost like feels like it's a month too long but hey we're still gonna grind it out here uh do you see anything that kind of caught your eye
1: before we dive into the games? Uh, no, just pitiful that the Mets lost to the Cubs yesterday, but thankfully the Braves lost. Uh, keeping a tight race on that one. Hopefully the yeah. White Sox come through for that plus 700. I had to sprinkle a little on it for the brand, even though, I don't know. Now Now coming down the stretch, I am leaning towards the Guardians. Just a little. I like their pitching matchup uh, going forward. But, yeah, nothing, nothing really. It's... I feel like this month, especially, and going into the playoffs, it's hard to get focused when all we want to do is handicap football, especially yeah. you and I on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Yeah. So uh, last stretch of the – we're on the final stretch of the home home opener, so we'll, we'll, we'll carry away.
0: Yeah, we will. All right, man, let's just dive right into it, my man. Uh, some early afternoon games tomorrow in the MLB. It's going to be – a 1235 Eastern start, the Pittsburgh Pirates in Cincinnati to take on the Reds. I'm seeing Contreras on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates and Mick Lodolo on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. Looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing the Reds are minus 155 favorite, plus 135 on the money line for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Over under a set at 8 with juice towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5 plus 130 for the Cincinnati Reds and plus 1.5 minus 150 for the Pittsburgh Pirates here, Dylan. Uh, Contreras versus Ladola, what do you got for this game?
1: Yeah, let's start it off with the doll. Give me the uh, Pirates here on the road. I, I think we're getting good value here with the pe- better pitcher, in my opinion. Two bad teams here, but Contreras is the better pitcher here. Uh, he's won his last two starts on the road, and one of those games w- was in Cincinnati where he went six innings, just giving up one run. I know the Pirates aren't a good team on the road, but Reds, they've lost three in a row, including the first game of the series. So I think with Contreras on the mound, the Pirates are alive. I only made the Reds a minus 115 favorite, so... At this plus 135, I even see plus 136 out there. I'll take a shot with the Pirates.
0: Yeah, Nick Dola I think he's had a pretty good stretch of um, games here for the Cincinnati Reds. I'm trying to quickly pull up his numbers here. But, um, yeah, you mentioned there that Contreras has been pretty good uh, or had, had a great start against the um, – I'm sorry, against the Reds earlier like you mentioned there, but – I, I have some faith in Nicola Dolo here. I think that he, I think it was the last game where I did back his, um, strikeout props for, um, I think I forgot who was facing his last game and that site. I usually use is down right now, but I think that if that number comes out at a good number, I couldn't come down on the side. I'm not laying 155 here with the Cincinnati Reds. So I think the other you're right. There's probably some value there on the, uh, Pittsburgh pirates, especially with Contreras on the mound. So if that number for that strikeout prop does come down at a, a a easier number or a number that's around six and a half. I think that might be something that i worth looking at. I'm quickly looking at the Pirates' uh, numbers against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks. They rank number 20 in WRC+. Plus, and again, in strikeout percentage, they are number two over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching. So couldn't come down on the side here for myself. I think I'm going to go with a Dolo strikeout prop in this game here, Dylan um all right moving on to the next game on the schedule here it's going to be a 110 eastern start the los angeles angels in cleveland to take on the guardians it's going to be patrick sandoval on the mound for the la angels and cal Quantrill takes the mound for the cleveland guardians looking at the lines for this game here dylan um don't see lines posted yet for this game do you
1: see anything on your end there no i'm looking i just refreshed it one last time no still nothing right. but we do have pictures like you said sandoval and quantro
0: yeah so why don't you give us your projected lines and then we'll go from there
1: yeah so i made the guardians a minus 140 favorite minus one and a half is plus 145 same thing for the angels reverse it and as my total i made it 8.2 so I do, we're getting good, we've gotten good value here on the Guardians this whole series. We, Me and you, I think we talked about it yesterday, where I backed them at a short price. Could have been a trap, but they got out of there with the win. Um, mm-hmm. Today, I'm seeing them uh, minus 132 favorites as well. So, I can't imagine the Guardians are going to open up a huge favorite in this spot. But, like I said, anything, minus anything 140 or below, I'm probably going to be with Kyle Quantro. He's been dominant in his last couple of starts. His ERA has gotten still- better. Yeah, where are you I'm start? sorry. Go ahead. No, you're no. good. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I he's given up a his his hits worry me sometimes. So he gives up five five nine hits. He did uh, pitch a one hitter against the Orioles, but he's only allowed one one or, or two runs or fewer in his last four starts. So against a good opponents too, against the Twins, the Mariners who are hot, the Orioles, the Padres in that lineup. So I I, I like Kyle Quantrill here at home. Anything under minus one forty.
0: Yeah, I think the one thing that does kind of concern me about back in the Guardians here is that they haven't been very good against left-handed pitching. I know they went up against um, Reed Detmers, but I think Detmers is is probably one of those pitchers that after or is one of those pitchers that, you know, when he had that no hitter, he kind of fell apart uh, for this Angels team. But they're going up against a lefty on Tuesday night. They go up against another lefty here on Wednesday. I think that looking at their WRC plus numbers, they do rank number 28 over the last two weeks out of 30 teams against left handed pitching. Um, You know, we talked about the Angels offense. They did get about what four runs on that Monday night game, but just wasn't enough for their pitching wise for them to get that victory there. I feel like at least one of these games that the Angels are going to be able to pull out, I think this one might be it. Um, I do like Patrick Sandoval. I like what he's done over his last – God, I don't even know. Let's go back to his last seven starts uh, where he has a 1.7 – sorry, 1.67 ERA for the LA Angels. Um, So I think I'm going to have to go the other way on this game. Give me the LA Angels on the money line when that number does come out if it is uh, it should be at a a plus price but we don't have that number
1: right now but Mm -hmm. um i'll leave with the angels yeah Uh, yeah munoff i was gonna ask you uh did Mm -hmm. you take the angels today as well uh i did not take them on tuesday no okay so just i'm I'm wondering because you mentioned they score for the, the the problem isn't their offense i think it's their pitching yeah. because they, they average about four or five runs this past week. It's that they give up more runs, you know, 12, 7, 5. So we'll, we'll see. Do you think their bullpen it can – because the Guardians are kind of hot right now. They're, they're playing good baseball. They won four in a row. So do you think they could get to their bats?
0: That's going to be the question, right? I think that that's the one area that does concern me is that when you have left-handed pitching where Cleveland – is number 28th in weighted runs created plus uh team batting average is at 244, which jumps up to number 19. And I think the one area I'll do and look at is slugging, uh, which is also ranked number 28 over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching. So yeah, you're right. I mean, this Cleveland guardians team is hot right now. If the, if the angels can pitch better, obviously I, I, I want to back them when they have left-handed pitching on the mount. And I think that's why I really did it on, on Monday when I, when we got Reed deadmers but again, like I mentioned, Deadmers just has not been very good. So I think there's a chance for them, Dylan, when they do get Jose Suarez on the mound on Tuesday night. And then also here on Wednesday uh, with um, Patrick Sandoval on the mound. So I think there's a good possibility. Like I mentioned, Sandoval has been pretty good over his last, what, seven, eight star where he only has a yeah. 1.67 ERA. So again, Huge possibility, I think, that they can at least get one of these games. And again, on Tuesday night, we're gonna see if Mike, Mike Trout can hit another home run. I think it's gonna yeah. be what seven or eight straight games for him if he can get yeah. that done. Uh
1: for That's insane. the Angels. Yeah. I uh hopefully uh they, they honestly I I hope they do lose just for our plus seven hundred, because the White yeah. Sox are only three behind with what, twenty-something games left?
0: Yeah, and they have the Rockies in town. uh, So I think that they should be able to take care of business against the Mm -hmm. Rockies. We just have not been very good on the road. We need Um, some help. Yeah, we need some help. But uh, I think that Chicago first has to take care of their business and hopefully everything else falls into place for the uh, White Sox, at least for our bets. All right, Dylan, let's get over to the next game, my man. Uh, 110 Eastern Star between the Houston Astros and the Detroit Tigers. Christian Javier on the mound for the Houston Astros and Joey Wentz on the mound for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Uh, Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the uh, Astros are a minus 260 road favorite here, plus 220 on the money line for the Detroit Tigers. Over under set at eight with juice towards the over at minus 115 run line, minus one and a half, minus 150 for the Houston Astros and plus one and a half, plus 130 for the Detroit Tigers. Astros Tigers here. Dylan, what do you got?
1: Yeah, no value here on the side, in my opinion. So let's attack the total. Give me the over 8. I made my total 8.4. It's going to be a nice day in Detroit. Wind will be blowing out around 9 miles an hour. Christian Javier, he does give up a little more contact and a little more runs on the road than at home. He's only faced the, ti- the Tigers once, but he was dominant at home against them. On the road, I think the Tigers can score a few runs here. We know the Astros will be will be able to score runs themselves. It's, it's going to be on the Tigers to get us over the number in this spot, but they haven't been able to score uh, a run in two straight games, so I, I just can't imagine that continuing. So... I'm banking on some runs here. Give me the over eight or Astros can get it over themselves. Yeah. And that's exactly what my play is in this game. Uh, Astros team total over. I took it yesterday uh, on Monday
0: night uh, against the Tigers and fading true Hutchinson. They, they put up, I think five within the first five innings. Um, they got two more. I think it was in the ninth inning. They got an easy victory at seven, nothing. You're right. At least on the sides here. There's not much value, especially even on the run line at minus 150. I, I just can't get behind that. Yesterday, I think it was around minus 120, minus 128 when I did bet it. That was fine with me. But when we were talking about getting up to a a, a uh, fifty here. I just can't do it. And again, against left-handed pitching, uh, like uh, Joey Wentz is, is a left-handed pitcher. Astros, number 11 in the entire league over the last two weeks in WRC+. Um, so I just think this is going to be a series where they they roll against the Tigers. It's just... It just seems like it's a big brother, little brother thing here um, between these two squads. Um, Mentioned it, Christian Javier, definitely better at home versus uh, on the road, Um, but it hasn't been much worse. He has a 3.70 ERA on the road versus at home at 2.45, but I still think he can get the job done here against the Detroit Tigers. So uh, I love the Astros team total in this game, uh, just fading Joey Wentz um, in this game. Um. Before we get over to the next game on this MLB schedule, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is a perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Plus, WinBet has their own. Same game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Russia brought to you by the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here, and as week two kicks off and you get ready to place your bets and lock into your fantasy teams, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. Plus, the Elias Game Plan is the only sports app where, from the f- most trusted names in sports stats the live sports bureau official statisticians of the u.s pro sports leagues including the nfl their app lets you access team and player stats head-to-head team comparisons analyze key game stats or insights from their own renowned research team their app really is your one-stop source for player news and league validated player stats and team records expert game analysis for betting fantasy lineups each week and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and coworkers and new features are available all the time. Like prayer injury player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. Since the NFL season is here again, don't wait, download the Elias game plan app today. That's E L I a S. E L I A S and right now I have a special offer when you subscribe, get a fourteen day free fourteen day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store and Play Store today and use our promo code SGPN. Roster brought to you by Fubo TV. Fubo TV is the one place where you can watch football. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices. Never miss a game and an episode of your favorite TV shows with included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and Get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, Dylan, let's keep it going here, my man. Uh, let's oh, no. go.
1: Real, real yeah. quick, I just want to go back. I found team totals for uh, Houston, and the number is at five. Would you still go over that? Do you see a first five? Hmm. No, my book doesn't, doesn't I would, do that. I, I would still take the five. Yeah, I would too. I, I made my my team total 5.2. So yeah. uh, I do I do like the over. I imagine them scoring most of the runs. Just yeah. wanted to let you know. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right,
0: next game on the board. It's going to be the Colorado Rockies in Chicago, like we mentioned, to take on the White Sox, a 210 Eastern start. Kyle Freeland on the mound for the Colorado Rockies and Dylan Cease on the mound for the Chicago White Sox. Uh looking at this game here, Dylan. Um, let me get back to the odd screen. Here we have the White Sox are a two dollar north of a two-dollar favorite, minus two forty on the money line, plus two hundred on the money line for the Colorado Rockies. Total is set at seven and a half with Vig towards the under at minus one twenty. Run line is minus one ten both ways at plus one and a half and minus one and a half for the um respective teams, Dylan uh White Sox and Rockies. We need take we need the White Sox to take care of business here against the Rockies. Yeah, in Central. I-
1: yeah, I need a I need a plus two thirty to take the Rockies. So we're not there just yet. So I'm gonna attack a total I'm, again. I'm gonna go over seven and a half at even money. I actually made my line nine point three. Both teams have been scoring a lot of runs this past week. The Rockies have gone over this number four of their last five games, while averaging eight point two runs per game in their last five. Now with the White Sox, they've gone over this number in five straight games while they're averaging 8.2 runs as well. I just don't understand why this number is so low. It could be a trap, but with the way both teams have been swinging the bat, I I like the over here, seven and a half, and we're getting plus money. Chicago White Sox over the last
0: two weeks against left-handed pitching, number two in WRC+, right behind the St. Louis Cardinals, who we know how good their offense has been. You know Kyle Freeland's coming off a couple of big uh, or pretty great, uh, starts uh, over his uh, these last three games, he faced the Mets five innings, only allowed two earned runs. Cincinnati Reds on the road, he only allowed one earned run and five and two thirds. And now, and then he went up to Milwaukee, where he went six innings and again, only allowed one earned run uh, on the road so far this year for Kyle Freeland, uh, three point four six ERA. Um, he's been worse at at Coors Field, where you know he has a five point seven four ERA. But Dylan Cease just has been impressive. Uh, I don't even know how far we can go back with this guy. He's just been so good since July, since July started Um, in that span since July 2nd. Dylan Cease, 81 innings pitched has a 1.56 ERA, a 0.9 whip for the Chicago White Sox. And they've just been absolutely taking care of business when he is on the road. I'm sorry, at home or for that matter. Even if he is on the road, he's been really good. Um, last two starts for Dylan Cease, the White Sox have outscored their opponents twenty-seven to two in those two wow. games. Um, I gotta stay with Dylan Cease here, man. He he's been really good. I'm gonna take it on the run line here, minus one and a half. Uh, I, again, they know what they need to do to stay in contention for that AL Central. No TLR yet. They said that he was cleared to, I think, travel, but not manage yet. So hopefully he stays away for this White Sox team for our advantage here, Dylan. But I'm gonna go with the White Sox here, minus one and a half on the run line. Love it. All right, uh, let's get over to the next game on the board. It's going to be another afternoon start here. It's going to be a three forty-five Eastern start. The Atlanta Braves in San Francisco to take on the Giants. Uncle Charlie on the mound for the Atlanta Braves, and Carlos Rodon takes the mound for the San Francisco Giants. Looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing the Atlanta Braves are a minus 125 road favorite here. Home puppy for the San Francisco Giants of plus 105. Over under set at seven and a half. Run line minus one and a half, plus 145 for the Atlanta Braves, and plus one and a half, minus 170 for the San Francisco Giants. Dylan, what do you got for this game, Braves and the Giants?
1: Yeah, I really wanted to take the Giants, but I need a better number. I made the Braves a minus 120 favorite. So if we're able to get up to about 15 cents, I'd take a shot here with the Giants. But for the show, slight lean towards the under- made my total 7.2 carlos Rodon has been great at home this season and he does have success against the braves this year in one start he went seven innings only gave up one run and the game stayed under the total now while uncle charlie he does give up more contact on the road than at home but he kind of bounces back and forth from good start to bad start kind of inconsistent but last outing he gave up four runs so i'm hoping a good start out of him here but the Giants, they've gone under this number in five straight games. They play a lot of unders in San Francisco. Give me the under seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I think that I like this play as well. I mean, you mentioned it. Charlie Morton uh, did have one start earlier this year against the Giants where he did go seven innings, allowed only two earned runs in that span, 11 strikeouts in that game. Um, his last start, like you mentioned, he did allow four earned runs. To the Mariners, but the uh, Braves were still able to win that game six to four. And you're right that after he has a bad start, he comes, he bounces back with a very nice start, right? In a previous game in St. Louis, where he allowed four earned runs in five innings, next out, night out against the Mar, or next start out, I'm sorry, uh, is what I'm trying to say, against the Marlins, he went five and two thirds, only allowed one earned run. Now he's coming off another game here where he allowed four earned runs going up against a porous offense like the Giants. Um, and like you mentioned, Carlos Rodon has been great as well. The last five games, he's one in two with a 2.86 ERA. Did face the Braves earlier this year, seven innings, only allowed one earned run as well. So I think you're spot on there with the uh, under in this game. Quickly, just look at the WRC plus numbers. Atlanta is number nine against left-handed pitching. But again, I just think that Carlos Rodon is probably one of the better left-handed pitchers that they are going to face this season or have, um, um, you know, during the last two weeks, at least against the WRC plus number. So um, definitely on the under seven and a half with you, I would lean towards the first five uh, team. sorry, first five under as well in this game between the Braves and the Giants. Um, Let's get over to the next game on the board here, Dylan, last early start or afternoon start at least going to be a West coast game. Four ten Eastern start between the San Diego Padres and the Seattle Mariners. Currently seeing Mike Clevenger on the mound for the San Diego Padres. Luis Castillo takes the mound for the Seattle Mariners. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Mariners are in minus one fifty five. Uh, sorry, let me. Well, let me ask you this first because I'm seeing Sean Manaya for the Padres. What? Did, which hand, pitcher did you handicap?
1: Yeah, I handicapped Sean Manaya. Okay, so let's go with Manaya.
0: This is what I'm seeing on the odd screen at least. So. Um, so Sean Manaya instead of Clevenger for the Padres, and it is still Castillo, Luis Castillo for the Mariners. uh, Mariners minus one fifty-five home favorite, plus one thirty-five on the money line for the San Diego Padres. Over/under set at seven and a half with a little bit of juice towards the under at minus one fifteen. Run line minus one and a half, plus one forty for the Mariners, and plus one and a half, minus
1: one sixty-five for the Padres. Here, Dylan uh, Manaya versus Castillo. What do you like in this game? Yeah, I love the Mariners here at home. I took them on the run line, plus 160. I, I think Seattle is just a better team. I like Castillo on the mound for them as well. But this is just a fate against Sean Minaya. if he does go. He's been terrible on the road. The Padres yeah. have lost five straight road games where he's allowed eight, six, eight, four. And they're, te- they're against teams like the Marlins who can't score, the Tigers. The Dodgers twice, but still against the Marlins and the Tigers, that shouldn't happen. The Mariners were able to put up four runs on him in three innings back in July. So I think the struggles continue. Love the Mariners to keep it rolling. At plus 160, I love this price.
0: Yeah, Mariners, uh, especially with Luis Castillo, has just been so good ever since he came over in that trade. Um over his last five games, one and one with a 3.14 ERA. I know he's lo- the Mariners have lost three of his last four starts, but um, I think there's a spot where I think we're just kind of fading Sean Manaya here, right? Because over his last five games, four of which he has started, he's one and two with a 7.97 ERA. He also did face his Mariners team earlier this season where he got blown up three and one third innings. He allowed four earned runs um, off of eight hits, had four walks in that game as well. And on the road here uh dylan two and five with a 6.27 era for sean Manaya, so not very good for uh, him on the road i agree with you i i know we're getting a lot of agreement here but i think there's a lot of value here on the run line here for the mariners at minus one and a half currently seeing a plus 140 if you got a plus 160 that's even better that's moving in your direction um for uh this game so i do like the run line in this game as well for the
1: mariners do you have anything on the total here scott uh, sorry uh dylan uh, as for the total i made it 7.2 so i do expect a lower scoring game all right let's get
0: over to the night cap uh for the mlb schedule on wednesday the next game on the board it's going to be a six forty eastern start between the philadelphia phillies and miami i am seeing uh let's see here kyle gibson on the mound for the philadelphia phillies and edward cabrera takes the mound for the miami marlins Uh, phillies are a road favorite here of minus 130 getting a home puppy with the miami marlins at plus 110 total set at seven and a half uh run line minus one and a half plus 135 for the phillies and plus one and a half, minus one fifty five for the Miami Marlins. uh Edward Cabrera has been surprisingly pretty good. I mean, I've watched a couple of his outings, and he's been looking really good for them. Um, kind of take a look at his numbers. He's five and two on the season with a two point six three ERA. Last start, got into a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of trouble against uh, your New York Mets, um, but they still got the victory in that game, six to three. He did go five and two thirds innings in that game, uh, allowed three earned runs. Um, and you look on the other side with Kyle Gibson on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies on the season, Dylan. He is let's see here nine and six with a four point five seven ERA. Last five games, eh, two and one with an ERA of six. His last two games, he faced the Marlins in his last start last Thursday. He gave up four earned runs to them in five innings. And in a previous start in San Francisco, he got absolutely blown up by the San Francisco Giants, seven earned runs in one and two thirds innings pitch. So back to bad, back to back bad starts for Kyle Gibson here. Do you see any value here on the Marlins uh, as a home puppy here, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I do see value here with the Marlins. I only made the Phillies a minus 105 favorite, so at plus 110, I see plus 112s out there. I do see value on the Marlins, but I'm going to have to disagree with um, Insano in the chat. I am I like the under. Uh, I made my total 6.5. A few reasons why I'm on the total on the sure. under. One, the Marlins offense is just bad. I don't trust them to score a bunch of runs at all. I saw. I know they were able to score 10 last night against the Rangers, but... I think I can confidently say that probably won't happen again this season. And like you mentioned, Edward Cabrera for the Fish, he's faced the Phillies already once back in August. He was able to go five scoreless innings, just give up three hits. Game stayed under. I think the pitching matchup with the Marlins' lack of offense, the expected uh, bounce back from Kyle Gibson. I know he struggled a little bit, but pitcher's ballpark in Miami, give me the under seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to lean with the home puppy here. Uh, with the Marlins. Um, I like what I've seen from Edward Cabrera earlier early in his starts. I know that you know they've lost two of his last three starts, but he just hasn't gotten the run support, right? He had the to face the Dodgers. I think we've talked a lot about on this pod that Anytime we're facing the Dodgers probably want to throw those stats out the window because again, they are one of the best offenses, if yeah. not the best offense in the league. He held the Atlanta Braves offense in Atlanta to only one earned run in five innings. And like I already mentioned with the Mets, he gave up three uh, at, ho- t- at home to them, but it still got the victory. So I'm going to put some faith here in Edward Cabrera to get us some plus money odds here at home here for, um, for him to get the job done or possibly look at a First five inning money line here. I'm not sure if I do want to trust the Marlins bullpen. Um, to maybe cough up some runs in the late, and then cost me a a a, a bet here. So I'm gonna lean with the Marlins here uh, on this game.
1: Quick, um, question, off. Yeah, go to ahead. You. When you're when you're playing first fives, I usually when I take a when I take a dog first five, I usually take plus a half, like you've seen me take. Yeah. Are you more inclined to just take them straight up, or are you willing to take the plus and a half?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think if I have a lot of confidence in the pitcher, I, I usually like taking the money line, or I can split up the unit where I go, you know, a half a unit on the money line and then half on that plus plus a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a couple, of, just just so or if it's not, you know, there's not a lot of juice on that plus half, because I think again, there are some there's some value because I have to say that at the end of five it's a tie game well you push on your money line bet but then you to make money on that plus plus a half Mm -hmm. that you mentioned so yeah i mean depending on how your unit distinction is or how you do it per game if you're backing some money lines i think you probably want to split it up uh, that way
1: yeah i was just wondering because i see you usually take the money line when they're a dog because you have faith in either the pitcher or the run support so i've seen it happen so many times where it lands on a tie and yeah. a push is obviously better than a loss, but if it ties, we, we hit that. So, yeah. And, and they're usually plus a half, aren't usually very chalky. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right. hundred um, percent. All right. Before we get over to the next game, let me tell you guys about the newest sponsor on SGPN. That's no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick em versus other people for the shot at winning 250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 extra entry if you hit all your picks. Bet up to or bet on up to 5 player props, other over/under or individual player matchups across every major league including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at KnowHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match of up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not how you play, but also where you play. You won't miss out on this. Or else we're brought to you by PromoGuide.us. PromoGuide.us is the best place to go find to best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits. From sports betting they've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all major sports books their bet tracker shows an average roi of 25 percent, and they've got a vip discord group that puts even deeper plus ev analytics right at the at your fingertips i gotta say we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they have they are some of the most informed informative in the game they don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on consistently changing promotions. And if you're, already, if you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all is that the promo guide is promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguide.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, with promoguide.us, you get consistency, and consistency gives you profit. Roster to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have the Fantasy League on there, and we at SGPN use it for ours. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-Under has been integrated into the fantasy experience, the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via via Over-Under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, Patrick Mahomes, your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think you are going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also as confident that Mahomes is going to hit the over 200 passing yards line. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's pics with a type of button and insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have the NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. Promo promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, let's get over to the next game on the schedule here, Dylan. We've got the Baltimore Orioles in the nation's capital to take on the Washington Nationals. 7.05 Eastern start. Tyler Wells on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles. And Patrick Corbin on the mound for the Washington Nationals. Looking at the lines for this game. Currently seeing the Baltimore Orioles are a 140 road favorite here. Plus 120 on the money line for the Washington Nationals. Over-under set at 8.5 with juice towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5 plus 125 for the Baltimore Orioles. And plus 1.5, minus 145 for the Washington Nationals
1: on the run line here. Dylan, uh, what do you got for this game? Wells versus Patrick Corbin. Yeah, give me the Orioles here on the money line. A little chalky minus 140, but that's probably usually the max I go on the money line. I made the Orioles a minus 180 favorite in this spot. I usually don't like to back the Orioles on the road, but... I just can't get in faith back the Nationals or Patrick Corbin. I know that's one of Mal's guys, but both teams are struggling right now. But I do trust the Orioles to get this ship right toward the end of the season. I like Tyler Wells on the road, too. The Orioles are 4-1 in his last five road games he started. and He's been able to pitch five scoreless innings against the Nationals back in June. Love the Orioles here on the road take care of in the nation's capital. I'll take them on the money line.
0: Yeah, I mean, Patrick Corbin had a stretch there where he was. It looked like he had turned the corner a little bit, and and he had, right? There was three starts where he didn't allow more than uh, two earned runs, which was against the Padres, the Reds, and the Mets, but he kind of came back down to earth against uh Phillies in his last start in Philadelphia, where in six and two-thirds innings he allowed 12 hits, allowed five earned runs uh, to the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to put my money behind Patrick Corbin, Um I think that I know the Baltimore Orioles obviously are a better team at home versus uh, on the road. And kind of just looking at Tyler Wells' numbers, 7-6 on the season with 3.91 ERA. Uh, on the road, he's 5-5 five and five with a 3.76 ERA. He's gotten into a little bit of trouble um, at least over his last five starts where he does have a 6.86 ERA prior to his last uh, appearance or last start against the Toronto Blue Jays, he had given up at least three earned runs in four straight games for the Baltimore Orioles. And all of those games went over the total or at least produced nine or more runs in four out of those five games. So um, I I couldn't come down on a side here. If I had a gun to my head, I would agree with you. I'd probably just take the Orioles, the minus minus 140 price. Um, As far as the total, probably look at the first five innings over again I don't trust Patrick Corbin he can blow up at any time look at the w r c plus numbers for Baltimore over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching they are number twenty four which is a little bit concerning to me um but again it is Patrick Corbin I'm not sure I can trust him here so Dylan gun to my head I'm going with the Orioles with you my man
1: yeah I like the over as well it's at eight and a half right you see it on win yeah Win bet has it at eight and a half eight and a half yeah i made my total 9.4 so i do like the over as well all
0: right all right let's get over to the next game on the schedule here it's going to be the tampa bay rays taking on the toronto blue jays 707 eastern start i'm seeing drew rasmussen is going to get the start here for the toronto sorry for the tampa bay uh rays and for the toronto blue jays i'm seeing ross stripling is going to get the start Um looking at the lines for this game, I am currently seeing the Blue Jays are a home favorite of minus one twenty, even money on the money line for the Tampa Bay Rays. Over under set at eight, with a little bit of Vig towards the over at minus one fifteen. Run line minus one and a half, plus one seventy for the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Toronto Blue Jays are at plus one and a half, minus two hundred. Uh Dylan, what do you got for this
1: game between the Rays and the Blue Jays? Yeah, I'll take the Blue Jays here on the money line. I got it at a minus one twenty four. That but minus one thirty is probably the farthest I'd go. I do think they are the right side. The Blue Jays. I feel like they're just a slightly better team. They're they're kind of even in my eyes, but they're the hotter team. They won eight. In, they're eight and two in their last ten. And I like Stripling here at home. He's much better in Toronto than he is on the road. And a little revenge factor here. Last time he faced the Rays, they knocked him out of the game quick. Rays took that game handedly. So I think the Blue Jays at home come in a little more focused. I think we see a better outing from Stripling. So give me the Blue Jays here at home. Yeah, I, I like the
0: under in this game. Uh, Drew Esmondson has been really good over his last five starts. He's perfect 4-0 and with a 1.44 ERA. Did a, He's already faced the Blue Jays uh, three times this season. He's already had three starts where he is 0-1, but he has a 1.65 ERA. Only allowed three earned runs in 16 and one-thirds innings pitched. And you take a look at his last five starts where they have won uh, or the Rays have won all five of those starts. The runs just haven't been there. We've seen uh, final scores of five combined runs, seven. There's one game where they did have 11 against the Angels, but three uh, against the Marlins, and then his last start against the Yankees that finished up with six. Um, And he had an absolute fantastic outing uh, against the uh, New York Yankees. Six six, Six shutout innings, trick out 10 batters, and over his last five starts, only one game. Where he's allowed more than one earned run, which was two exactly against the uh, Kansas City Royals. So I like what I'm seeing from Drew Rasmussen. You also mentioned the numbers there for Ross Stripling. Uh, definitely want to back him at home where he's two and three with a 2.84 ERA. And, um, Blue Jays have won four of his last five starts as well. So I think I just really like both pitchers here. I want to back both pitchers here. Give me the under in this game. What does what your total come out for in this game?
1: It was very close. It was at 7.9. So at, at okay. an eight, I would tread lightly on the under. But if you get able to get eight and a half,
0: love the under then. Yeah, if this number moves to eight and a half, definitely we will pull the plug on the under. Yeah, I've Probably seen the first five yeah. at Four, uh, it's at minus 130. So maybe if that moves eight and a half, we'll get a four and a half on that first five. But I'm gonna stick with my guns here. I do like the under eight in this game. Um, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night here, Dylan. It's gonna be the Chicago Cubbies in New York, uh, 710 Eastern start. I am seeing Drew Smiley on the mound for the New York, Me- sorry, for the Chicago uh, Cubs. And I know we, but you and I both discussed that it's gonna be uh, David Peterson. For the New York Mets, I don't see lines for this game yet. I don't know if you want to give your lines out, and then we can uh, briefly touch on both of these pitchers.
1: Yeah, so I didn't make lines because I didn't wasn't sure if Peters uh, Peterson was going to be in. So I do trust that he'll he'll go. Like you said, um, kind of imagine the Mets open up at what north of a two dollar favorite at home. Yeah, uh, I would just be worried taking the Mets at that big of a price just because they have screwed us the past week or two weeks being three four dollar favorites so so tread lightly taking the mets right now they're they're playing all right baseball five and five in their last 10 but they they need they need this series they they need to beat the cubs bad because giants keep giants keep winning and it helps us out but the braves keep winning so i don't know uh as for the weather, it's going to be around eighty degrees. Uh, wind blowing side to side, around nine miles an hour. So wind probably not a factor. A factor, excuse me. If we got an eight and a half, I would love the under. To be honest, both uh, the Cubs have been playing a lot of unders. Two and six in their last ten. They've gotten under this number in five straight. So maybe a maybe a um, lower scoring game. But look at Peterson. His last couple games, he, he gives up a lot of hard contact, especially in that first inning. So I don't know. Uh I'd be where I'd be worried to take the Mets here at this big number. You gotta imagine they'll open up a big favorite. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that has concerned me. And Peterson is a left handed pitcher, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Cubs ranked number thirteen in WRC plus against left handed pitching and, and we saw them get the job done on Monday night against the against the uh Mets. Um I know it's deGrom day on Tuesday. Hopefully they can give some run support and they can win that game. Um but Drew Smiley I mean he hasn't been too bad, I don't think, against uh, or at least over his last five starts. Let me double-check that. Moonoff, um, does the,
1: do the Mets yeah. hit lefties well?
0: Let me take a look here. Uh, WRC Plus last two weeks. Mets are number 12. Mm-hmm. Um, middle of the pack. Yeah, team, team batting average dips down to 17. Uh. OPS uh, is at 13. So, yeah, you're right. They're right about the middle of the pack there um, against left-handed pitching. But Drew Smiley, on the road, at least four and four with a four point four five ERA. He did have one start against the Mets earlier this season, where he went four and one thirds and only allowed one earned run to them. So, um, I think I gotta agree with you there, Dylan. Again, on this under, um, I just feel like that both of these teams, um, or at least I'm gonna back both of these pitchers. What I'm trying to say, I think that again, we talked about the left handed batting numbers for both of these teams. I think that there's a possibility where the offense is at a, um, at a premium again, and runs runs are at a premium in this game between the Mets and the Cubbies. Um, All right, let's get over to the next game of the night, about five games left on the schedule. Let's go to an NL East clash. Uh, One of the bigger rivalries is going to be the New York uh, Yankees in Boston. Take on the Red Sox 710 Eastern start. I'm seeing Nestor Cortez, on the mound for the New York Yankees and our guy, or Malcolm's guy, uh, Bayo or Bello, however you want to say that, on the mound for the Boston Red Sox. Looking at the lines for this game, I am currently seeing the Red Sox are a home puppy of plus 110, minus 130 on the money line for the New York Yankees. Now, I'm seeing conflicted pictures here, Dylan. Did you yeah. handicap Frankie Montas or do you have... Uh, uh, Nestor Cortez.
1: Yeah, so I was just gonna say that I, I handicap Frankie Montas. The the book that I'm seeing is saying Frankie Montas, but yeah, then okay. I'm seeing on MLB Nestor Cortez, so conflicting. But yeah, I handicap Montas.
0: Okay, uh, so we'll stick with Montas because that's what's listed right now. Uh, total is set at nine, with a little vig towards the under at minus one twenty. Run line minus one and a half, plus one twenty for the Yankees, and plus one and a half, minus one forty for the Boston Red Sox. Um, Frankie Montas and Bello here. I know Bello's been doing a little better for the Red Sox, but uh, what are you thinking here, uh, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I couldn't choose a side for this one. I love the series between the Yankees and the Red Sox, uh, but give me the over nine at even money. made my line 9.4 with uh, Frankie Montas and Bello going. Historically, when these two teams meet up, we tend to see high-scoring games. I don't trust either of the pitchers in Montas and Bello. I know Bello has done a little better, but... They're complete fades at this point for me. I don't expect both pitch- I expect both pitchers to give up a lot of runs. It's going to be a nice cool night at Fenway. We have 9 miles an hour wind blowing out to center field, so that should help push the ball a little. I think the Yankees offense has gotten it together recently, scoring 10 runs in the last two games, so yeah. I'm going to take the over 9 at even money.
0: Yeah. And that, that was a point that I was making yesterday with Noah is that it seemed like they found something in their offense to the Yankees against the, the, the race over the weekend, right? Where you mentioned they scored, I think 10 plus in, in the final two games of that series. know yeah. they got Stan back in the lineup. Um, I, I think they're going to get Rizzo back here fairly soon. I know Donaldson is back in that lineup as well. Um, I think there's just positive regression coming in for this Yankees offense and, um, I think you're right that anytime these two teams get together, especially in Fenway Park, we see a lot of runs being scored, and I think that might be the theme uh, starting on Wednesday night, Sorry, on Tuesday night through you know Thursday for both of these teams. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that I, I I like the over as well. <sighs> can I? The problem for me is can I trust Bello? I know he's had some good starts over his last. That's, that's the last five starts where he does have a 3.43 ERA. Um, and he hasn't faced a Yankees offense yet. But I think the one thing that really does concern me about him is that he's prone to giving up walks. Um, and I think that if the Yankees stay patient at the plate and really work bail, that they can get on base here. I think that, um, I mean, we mentioned it that, runs are going to be a plenty in this series, right? Just because it is the Yankees and the Red Sox and Red Sox lineup is healthy, right? Devers is there. Bogart's there. JD Martinez, some of the other guys are starting to come on a little bit. And we talked about how the offenses have turned it or the Yankees offense also has starting to put together hits and runs. And it's just, it hasn't just been Aaron judge, right? It's the other guys contributing as well. So I agree with you uh, over on this. Hopefully maybe wait, if you can maybe get an eight and a half, cause it seems like it's turning towards that way. I yeah. think that that's when you we probably want to pull the plug on that uh, over for this game. All right, four games left on the schedule here, Dylan. We got the AL Central matchup between the Kansas City Royals and the Minnesota Twins. 740 Eastern start. Zach Greenke takes the mound for the Kansas City Royals. Sonny Gray is on the mound for the uh, Minnesota Twins. Currently seeing a $2 favorite for the Minnesota Twins. Plus 170 on the money line for the Kansas City Royals. Over understood at seven and a half with juice towards the over at minus one fifteen and run line minus one and a half plus one ten for the Minnesota Twins. Uh for the Royals plus one and a half, minus one thirty on the money line. Uh, sorry, on the run line. We talked about Zach Grinke. He's been one of the pitchers that we want to fade on the road and back at home. Dylan, is that going to be the case in this game?
1: Yeah, let's stay with the totals. Give me the over seven and a half. I'm in my line 8.3 I do like the Twins here as well with Sonny Gray on the mound, but he tends to give up a few runs here and there. But with Zach Granke, you just can't trust this guy on the road. 0-6 this year on the road, and three of those six losses came from the Twins. And out of those three losses, two of them went way over the total. I just think this is a bad spot for the Royals. I think both pitchers are susceptible to give up a few runs. So 7.5 just seems a tad... Had small, so I'm gonna go over it's I, I got it at minus 115.
0: Yeah, I mean Zach Grinky, you mentioned that they're 0-6 on the road. Is that's that's enough for me to say I don't want to put my money on him. Um, two of the three starts this season, the twins have scored five or more runs against Zach Grinky, and they've covered the run line in both of those games as well. Um, Sonny Gray, I do want to trust him at home uh, for the Minnesota Twins, despite having a seven and four record of 3.09 ERA. He's been really good against the Royals this season, uh, Dylan. He has a 2-0 record in two starts, a .75 ERA, where he's only allowed one earned run in 12 innings pitched. Um, he got a victory of 7-3 against the Royals. And then the most recent start, which was on August 16th, about a month ago, 9-0 victory for the Minnesota Twins as well. So I think this might be an opportunity this series, where I know I took them as my dog of the day, both you and I did on that Tuesday night schedule. I think this might be a sp- a, a series where you just want to back the Minnesota twins. Um, and Cause when the, when the Royals lose, they lose by margin. And I think the numbers that I just said that I think we probably just want to ride the twins run line here, minus one and a half and also take their team total over just fading, fading the hell out of a uh, Zach Grinker. At least in this game on Wednesday night here. Um, all right. Three games left on the schedule here, Dylan. We got a, probably the pitching matchup of the night or I think it is, Milwaukee Brewers in St. Louis to take on the Cardinals 745 Eastern start Corbin Burns on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers and Adam Wainwright on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals looking at the lines for this game. I'm currently seeing the Brewers are a slight road favorite here at minus 120 even money for the St. Louis Cardinals Uh, total set at seven with a little bit of juice towards the over at minus 120 run line minus one and a half plus 140 and plus one and a half, minus 165 for the St. Louis Cardinals. Dylan, if the door is not already slammed on this NL Central division for the Cardinals, it's probably uh, this series is the opportunity for them to really uh, nail it shut and uh, lock up this division here. But what do you got for this game between Burns and uh, Wainwright?
1: Yeah, 100%. I think the division is going to come down to these next couple of weeks. But this is an opportunity for the Cardinals to kind of distance themselves a little bit. but. Give me the Brewers here on the road. I took them uh, minus 120. They're still at a minus 20. I like them up to a minus 130. I just love Corbin Burns in this spot. The Brewers have won his last three starts uh, on the road. He's also faced the Cardinals three times this season, and the Brewers have won all three of those games. In 21 innings pitched against the Cardinals, he's only allowed one run on eight hits. Just dominant. So, Wainwright is better at home. He struggled a little against the Brewers this season. 0-4. He gives up a ton of contact and runs. I know... Uh, I set my total at 7.2. So, okay. think of a low-scoring game. I'm going to take the better pitcher. Love love Wainwright, but I got to go with Corbin Burns here. Give me the Brewers.
0: Yeah, uh, if you see it on your book there, if you see a team total in the Cardinals, let me know here. But, yeah, I think the difference has been is what you just said that Corbin Burns has just been so dominant against the St. Louis Cardinals this season. It's not even a small sample. It's three starts. It's 21 innings where he's only allowed one earned run. Like you mentioned, there 27 strikeouts to uh three walks this uh, season against the St. Louis Cardinals. I would be interesting to see what the strikeout prop does come out to for this game for uh, Corbin Burns. Cause in the three starts, he's at 11 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts and six strikeouts. Which was the most recent start in St. Louis, and again, Adam Wainwright, like you mentioned, as much as we love the guy, just hasn't had much success in four starts this season against the Milwaukee Brewers. Rates zero two of the 4.70, 4.70 ERA, a lot of twelve earned runs in about twenty three innings pitched. So, I think we're I think we're getting some some value. I think I think if they're priced too low in this spot for, are the Brewers. Uh, so, I'll, I agree with you. This is a, a good play here for the Milwaukee Brewers at the minus one twenty price here, Dylan.
1: Uh, What uh, team total did you want to see? For the Cardinals? Yeah, three and a half over plus 105 under minus
0: 130. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of too much juice, especially at Mm -hmm. three and a half. But, um, I mean, like I mentioned, he's just been so good against this Cardinals uh, lineup this season. All right. uh, Two games left on the schedule here, Dylan. Let's go with the Oakland A's in Texas to take on. The Rangers, 8.05 Eastern start. J.P. Sears is on the mound for the Oakland A's, and Dane Dunning on the mound for the Texas Rangers. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Texas Rangers are minus 155 road, sorry, home favorite, plus 135 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Run line, sorry, total 7.5 with a little bit of vig towards the over at minus 120. Run line, minus 1.5, plus 135 for the Texas Rangers, and plus 1.5, minus 155 for the Oakland A's. JP Sears has gotten, he gotten off to a, an incredible start, but I think he really regressed his last start against the Chicago White Sox, where he did give up six earned runs in two innings. Um, I know his expected ERA uh was well above what was what he was what what, what it was before the White Sox game. And I think he finally regressed, you know, negatively, or back to the mean at least, to what we may see from JP Sears. Um, And I quickly wanted to see how Texas has done against left-handed pitching in WRC plus numbers over the last two weeks. They are number 19, but no, we've talked a lot about also Dane Dunning this season here, Dylan, and he's been a pitcher that we want to back at home in Arlington where he is three and two with a 3.35 ERA. But uh, on the road, he's 0 and 6 with a 5.62 ERA. He has faced the uh, Oakland A's twice this season, where he's allowed four earned runs and ten innings pitched. Um, but I, I, I want to trust Dane Dunning here, but I'm not sure if I could do it at a price of minus one fifty five. But where were you kind of going with this game?
1: Yeah, I like the total here. I'm gonna last play for me over seven and a half. It's a slight lean. I made my total seven point eight. Dane Dunning, he's faced the A's twice, and both of these games went over. The over Way is 8-2 in the A's last 10. They don't score a bunch of runs, but they allow a shit ton, a shit ton of runs. Yeah. So, like you said, J.P. Sears, he did regress to the means a little bit after that good, uh, good couple of games of starting. But the Rangers, they've been able to score a decent amount of runs this past week. Mm-hmm. So, I think both pitchers, they're going to give up a few runs. Maybe you want to lean first five over, but I like the full game over seven and a half
0: um i agree with that i i just looking about what you just said dane dunnings two starts or yeah against the a's the season six to five uh a's victory and then they had a victory at home ten to three uh did the texas rangers so both of those games produced at least 11 runs in those two starts so um hopefully the like you mentioned the bats have been good for the texas rangers um and hopefully they can continue that in this game of over seven and a half uh for the Rangers and the A's. All right, before we get into our lock and dog for this uh Wednesday schedule, let me tell you guys about Run Your Pool, introducing RYP VIP, a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Entry to our exclusive weeks one and two and week two pools with guaranteed five thousand dollar payouts, as well as our season-long season long pool with a guaranteed of $100,000 payout, get access to exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks, premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. The top line here is that your if you're a serious sports better, use code SGPVI, sorry, SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com/vip and again, use that code VIP and get 50% off your first month off Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. Last but not least, we're also brought to you by OddsTrader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible it's also has it also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity so i gotta do is take advantage of this is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire that's oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets all right dylan let's close this episode out strong my man let's go with our locks and dogs for this wednesday schedule i'll let you lead it off here buddy what do we got
1: yeah, so let me let me start with my dog first. Sure. And yeah, I'm taking the Mariners here on the run line plus one sixty. Love the mm. price here. I think Castillo and the Mariners will bounce back. I know they lost the last few of uh, his games, but this is mostly a fade against Sean Manaya. I had mentioned the numbers. Lost five straight road games. He allows a ton of runs. So I think the Mariners continue to roll. And for my Lock. I was contemplating going back and forth on a few of the games, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Brewers. I was between the Brewers and the under in, in one of my games, but give, give me the Brewers here. I, I think Corbin Burns just has the Cardinals number, and Wainwright just struggles against a good hitting team in the Brewers. So I, I'm gonna take the Brewers on the roll. I th- think we're getting a discounted price with the better pitcher. So give me the Brewers here as my lock.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just so dominating to see how good Corbin Burns has been against the Cardinals this season and just at a minus 120 price. I understand that he has at home, so maybe if he was at home, it'd probably be a minus 140, minus 150 price. But I still think there's, there's there's good value even at a minus price of minus 120 for Corbin Burns, so I love that pick. Um, all right, for my uh, luck, I'm going to just go to that game we just discussed between the Oakland A's and the Texas Rangers. Over 7.5. I think that number is a little conservative here. You know, we talked about J.P. Sears regressed uh, against the Chicago White Sox in his last start and also in a start before that against the Royals where he did allow two earned runs in six innings. Um, and they've lost three straight starts when he has started. I think the Rangers' bats, like you mentioned, they're hot. I think they can get to J.P. Sears here. And Dane Dunning, you know, he's been better at home, but I think the A's are their feisty bunch, and they can put up runs as well. And we talked about the two starts that um, Dane Dunning has against the A's this season, where he produced in both of those starts at least eleven runs in each of those games. So I like the over seven and a half as my lock. Uh, for my dog, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the uh, Minnesota Twins uh, run line this week mm. in the series against the Royals. Um, Sunny Gray pitching for the twins it's at minus one and a half plus 110 price now we talked about the splits for zach grinky where he's winless on the road so far this season his era is above uh i think it was above six on the road we're at 6.33 0 and three this season against the minnesota twins he's allowed seven earned runs in about 15 innings pitched this is a huge series for the minnesota twins to stay in contention for that al central division as we kind of wind down the season here so and we talked a lot about again Fading Grinky on the road. I'm going to do that here. Give me the Minnesota Twins run line. Minus one and a half, plus 110 uh, to get the job done and at least win by two runs in this game against the Royals. Love it. That's going to do it here for the MLB Gambling Podcast um, for this Wednesday
1: edition. Dylan, anything else before we get out of here, buddy? No, nothing really. was going to ask you uh, off air, but I'll ask you now, did Liverpool win today? They did. They got the two-one victory. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. They got a uh, Ajax, they, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, they got a. I think an eighty-eighth minute goal um, from, uh, from 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 Matip, um to get them that victory. There's a lot it, of opportunities in that game for them to get more run or more goals, but they finally put one in in the in the final. Did
1: Salah play. make one. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Let's he had the go. opening
0: goal. Yeah. He had the opening well, goal. Yeah. I think that time off, especially you know with the Queen passing away and the EPL this to set extra rest for them, mm-hmm. probably helped them out, but um hopefully yeah, they can
1: definitely. turn it around before it's too late for them. Because I don't like Mal, you know him. Yeah. He'll get. He'll <laughs> let you know when we start losing, so. Yeah. Uh yeah, Mal
0: should be back on Thursday. I think nice. he's getting on a flight here very soon to fly back home uh to Newcastle, so he'll be back on Thursday. I'm sure we'll get all the stories from him then. Um, we'll be back tomorrow in some form or fashion, Dylan. Thank you so much, my man, for joining us. You can follow Dylan on Twitter at rock with two case, R O C K K 24. Also listen to him and myself on the NFL gambling podcast. We take care or we handicap the Monday night football game. Uh, so if you haven't already subscribed to the NFL gambling podcast, now would be a great time to do so. Um, and also download the SGPN app. You get all the, Uh, episodes and the podcasts that are happening on our network right there on your mobile device and your fingertips. So good luck with your bets. Till then, let's break these books off and let it
1: ride.